Looking to take your career or small business to the next level? Well, you've come to the right place. This is the Melissa Washington Show with your host, Melissa Washington. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Melissa Washington Show. I thank you so much um, for listening to me, whether you're in your car or jogging or sitting at your desk. I wanted to um, introduce my guest today, um, Penny Zenker. She is the founder of the P10 app. Welcome, Penny. Hi. Hi. Hey, so, so first of all, um, you know, we're going to talk about you know, your background. You're going to share some exciting uh, productivity tips and energy, and I just, I'm really excited about today because um, I always take notes, but I'm just even for myself today. So, so tell me about this, um, the whole productivity and what you founded and why you did first, and then let's get into your background. But I'm just kind of curious about this. Well, why productivity is your question? Yes. Why productivity? So, yeah, why productivity? Well, you know, the interesting thing is we all have a need to feel productive because it's about creating progress in our lives. And, you know, and a lot of people at the end of the day, get frustrated when they're not feeling like they're making that progress. And, and I got into this because, and I created a program around it because I, as a strategic business coach, and I was working for Tony Robbins for a number of years, uh, working with his clients internationally. And, and regardless of culture, country, everybody had one of the same challenges, and that was time management and productivity. They couldn't get out of their own way in order to, to grow their business. And so you know, I started to develop just to work with these clients a system and a way to look at things so that, that people could not only be productive but also feel productive. And, uh, and so that was then born P10, the P10 Productivity Accelerator, and it's P10 because it's for productivity and the 10 core drivers that drive our productivity. And, um, you know, it's, it then it's blossomed from there. Melissa? Yeah, so sorry. So can you explain what the 10 are, the 10 drivers? Yeah, absolutely. Now, I want to caveat, right? We've got a short show. I usually yep. train these 10 core drivers uh, in, in a one-day or two-day workshop. And I, I give the caveat because the words, the, 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 the names of, of each of those 10 core drivers are going to be things that you're familiar with, but the way that I break them down uh, is also is, is very important as to how they're implemented. But I'll start with it's in a framework uh, around a windmill as a representation for these 10 core drivers that are broken out into three kind of blades of the windmill. And uh, the first one is championship psychology. The second one is winning strategies. And the third one is sustainable results. And that's how those 10 core drivers are broken down because there is a necessary sequence in the way that we do things. So championship psychology is that first blade. And, um, you know, you were talking earlier about uh, that you were interested in, in how I define time versus energy. And I, you know, I don't know if you want to talk about that now or, but that's what the championship psychology aspect is. It's about the four core drivers that make up how we manage our energy because that's really the core to what people call time management. It's not about time at all. It's really about how we manage our energy, how we show up for that time. Does that make sense? Now that makes sense. So, so let's talk about that because I'm I'm very intrigued by the whole energy versus time because we do focus so much on time management. 
So okay, how do we come back to those ten things? I don't want yeah, to we'll come back definitely because I want to yeah make sure we talk about this just in case we had run out of time. But really, because in, I'm sure now this is really a mind shift of the way we think about it because we have yes. so it's you know pretty much in um, in our brains. Okay, it's it's all about time management. How are you managing your time? But so how do we shift that of, of focusing more on the energy versus the the time? Well, the beautiful thing is people forget that we actually have the choice of what we focus on. <laughs> I know, it's a shocking idea. Yeah. <laughs> so when, when we focus on time or let's say anything that we can't control, what do you think happens in our body and happens to us? Good question. I'm asking you, what do you think? As far as what happens? Uh... Yeah. What does it create in our system and for ourselves if we try to control something that's not controllable? Well, you get frustrated, anxiety level could go up. Or Absolutely. Feel like we haven't, right, we feel like we haven't done anything or accomplished anything. I mean, just that feeling there that, yeah. Right, and all of that is stress, right? We create this yep. stress for ourselves because we're trying to control something that's not controllable. And so we, just by that awareness, we can go, aha, right? That's that whole aha effect is I get it and then decide to focus on something else. And that's where the energy aspect comes in. And the, I want to give you what those four drivers are. Those are four of the ten because that's what drives how we get the most out of our time. And that's what's most important. And the cool thing is that's what we have control over. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, that makes total sense. Cool. So shall I give you the, the four yep. drivers? That make yeah, let's, yeah, let's, yeah, I'm very curious, these four drivers. Okay. Now, these are going to be shocking, right? Um, <laughs> Not because it's, you know, it's not like I invented, you know, I invented this. It's just shifting our mindset and our focus towards it. So the first thing is purpose. Hmm. And, you know, we've all heard of it. We all know that there's a lot of passion behind purpose. When we're really connected with something, then we make it happen. We, we break through whatever obstacles or challenges that we might have if we have and can connect to a strong sense of purpose. I'll give you an example. You know, there was one point in time where we thought, you know, it was impossible to send a man on the moon, and we set a mission, a purpose, to put a man on the moon. And we've created and invented um, amazing things from that purpose that that we went through all sorts of challenges and obstacles and money (laughs) to -hmm. put a man on the moon. So that's the first thing is, is purpose. And I said, there's a little bit more that breaks down into each one of these things that really gets somebody connected to it and clear about it. And uh, that somebody could potentially have a, a book called The Productivity Zone, Stop the Tug of War with Time, that goes into these. And I also have live events and things that go, go deeper. But for now, we'll, we'll move on to, to just get through these items. So now we have purpose. Right. So that's purpose. The second one, and these aren't necessarily in in any specific order, but if we have all that purpose and passion, we need to be able to direct it. Otherwise, we can burn out. So these other three items help us to do that. Um, And the second one is language. Hmm. I believe that it's the most important one. Some people could call it communication. I call it language because it's, it's how we express the words that we use with ourselves and others. So it goes into our self-talk. It goes into the questions that we ask ourselves and others. And it's, it's really about that internal communication. And I'll, I'll give you an example. 
I'd like to use um, uh, an example of, of someone else and someone that people know. So Nelson ben- Mandela, for instance, right? Uh, Tony Robbins was interviewing him, and uh, he was so excited to meet him, and he was thinking, okay, what could I ask this man? And he said, you know, Mr. Mandela, he said, uh, how did you survive all those years in prison? And Nelson Mandela got very intense and looked back at, at, at Tony and said, I didn't survive. I prepared. So I want people to understand is that there's a whole different feeling between those two words. And had he been in prison and thought about survival, he probably wouldn't have educated himself and put himself in the position that he was in to do good in this world when he got out, if he got out, right? He would have approached it completely different. Do you see what I'm saying about how the language that we use within ourselves and with others can have a huge impact in, t- in terms of the experience that we have. Absolutely. Does that make sense, Melissa? No, no, that's, I mean, and that's a fantastic example of that. Absolutely. And, and we could each look at, you know, our lives, right, and look at, and I encourage people to do that after listening to this, listen to the language you're using. And what is it, what kind of results are you getting as a result, and how would it change if you, flipped it a little bit. And this awareness, again, makes a huge difference to create that change. So this is the first step. Hmm. Okay. So we have purpose and language. Yeah. So the third one is focus. And, you know, everybody's like, duh, right? When you think of time management, one of the things you think of is, is focus. And I have a little bit of a different twist to focus. And it incorporates the first two as well, because most people think, okay, that's how and what I give my attention to. And, and that's true, but there's more to it. It's a matter of balancing strategic focus, which is to understand what's the goal, what's the purpose, the objective of, of what it is you're looking to achieve, with your mental focus, and that's sort of in what direction do you shift your focus towards. Uh, so for instance, you can be in a, in a sporting event and your goal is, is to get to the, let's say it's a football game and it's to make a touchdown. But if you're defeated by your mental focus, which is where a lot of athletes choke and they say, oh, but this is the best team in the league. There's no way we're going to win. It's going to uh, create a, an effect of self-sabotage. And, uh, and the last one then is the attention of focus is identifying in the moment what are the moves, you know, what's the play that you need to be executing so that uh, you as a team are going to make it to the first down for that game. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? You see what yep. it's the balance of those three things, understanding the things that you're doing in the moment and how they fit into those other two areas. Hmm. Okay. I know, food for thought, right? Like, I know it is. Trust me, I'm, I'm, I'm really thinking about this. So, um so now we've got the three, so I'm anxious to hear what the fourth is. Well, the fourth is a, is a no-brainer. Um, it's physiology. Hmm, okay. And it's, it's, it's basically if we don't take care of our body and our mind, what goes in, right? Garbage in, garbage out. And if anybody's ever been sick, you don't feel very productive when you're sick, but you also don't care. <laughs> yep. <laughs> right? Because you're just like, I just want to feel better. Uh, and you'll do anything depending on how sick you are, right? You'll do anything, you'll pay anything to feel good again if you're in, if you're in pain, physical pain. And so we've got to be proactive with our physiology and, and 
do those things that we know, right? We know we need to get the right amount of sleep. We know the types of foods that we need to eat that give us better energy because that's, you know, it's the sugar that makes us crash. We know these things. So the real key is, is how do we own them as part of a, a mindset, like you said, because um, it's what drives our energy. We're not able to show up full energy if we haven't had sleep. Anybody who has um, has had a child or even a puppy that's had to wake up several times at night, right, to take care of them, your your threshold goes down for being able to handle day-to-day events and, and, and stay strong because you're because of, of that lack of sleep. And so mm-hmm. we've, we've got to take care of ourselves first and foremost so that we can do the things that we, we want to do and need to do. Now, so part of the, the, the business that you have, is this something that you individually help people with? Yeah, it is. And I, you know, because I was working individually with people as a Tony Robbins coach, and then I put this into a system because I was like, you know, I love helping people one-on-one, and I still do that. Um, but I also wanted to see how could I get it out to a larger group of people because everybody needs this. And so, so I decided to write a book. So in January, uh, I was pleased to have released it and, and got on the bestseller list uh, uh, on Amazon. And so Congrats. it's available on Amazon. So the book is a full look at those 10 core drivers. And I also do a group coaching sessions because I know that Sometimes people just need that extra accountability, right? It's one thing to read it. It's another thing to have somebody that you've got to check in with on, on a regular basis that says, hey, you know, are you doing this? How's your progress? And so, you know, I do offer um, groups that allow it to be uh, uh, an easier entry point and then also one-on-one type of work with people. And what's the name of your book? My book is called The Productivity Zone, Stop the Tug of War with Time. Okay. And you said that's on Amazon? It is. It's on Amazon and, and Barnes and & Noble. Okay. And, oh, yeah. uh, and they can also get it from my website, which is uh, www.p10, P as in productivity, 10 is in the number, app.com. And if you do uh, forward slash productivity zone, then there's a, uh, a link to Amazon to get the book, but also an opportunity to get some extra bonus uh, material. Nice, nice. All right, so now we've got the four core drivers for the the energy piece. So how, I mean, Greta, you know, we have life distractions, right? I mean, it's just, it happens. And so how are, how, I'm just kind of, how do you help or how do, you know, what are some things that you share with this, kind of just some, um, to help avoid these um, distractions and how to help us better again going just these four i mean core drivers are to be very honest very key the purpose the language the focus um right and then also knowing that we need to take care of ourselves but how do we do that i mean how can you share with us anything how we can how you can help absolutely well you know today we are bombarded with more and more distractions and it doesn't help even though we've got a lot of technology that serves us to be more productive, it can also be anti-productive, you know, in, in terms of distractions, right? Whether it's emails or text or um, uh, the, the constant uh, telephone and, and so forth. So, um, you know, the first thing is awareness. So in terms of distraction, what I suggest to people is to become aware of, you know, what it is that is distracting them. Because everybody's different. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I have a little worksheet that I usually have people fill in to track their distractions for 
preferably a whole week, because then what we're looking for is patterns. So if you write down what you're doing and what distracts you, right, even if it's just like a column of different types of distractions and you just put a, a slash there to know, okay, I got distracted by the Internet 10 times today and these were the things I was doing when I got distracted or I got a phone call or I got a text. And then you start to see patterns and different times of the day that you might be more distracted than other others. Was it um, emotional distractions? Was it physical distractions? And that will help you to come up with some suggestions on what you need to do in your environment or emotionally to block out those distractions. But if you don't know what they are and you just know that you're distracted all the time, it's hard to solve a problem that we don't have clarity on exactly what, what's going on. So that's the first thing. And then once you identify it, you can actually use those four things, uh, purpose, language, focus, and physiology, to help either get back after being distracted or to avoid distractions. So for instance, um, you know, let's take purpose. We can really avoid distractions very easily when we're strongly connected to what it is that we're looking to achieve. So if before you sit down to do something, you get really clear as to why that's really important and what it is you're going to achieve in that hour and to, let's say, to give it more juice and more focus, if we go to that point, I suggest you use a timer. Timers are really great to add a little bit more time pressure, and that time pressure enables you to block out other things. Uh, believe it or not, they, they actually suggest um, uh, these timers for uh, children and adults with, with ADD because it helps to stay focused. And you can make those time blocks whatever you want, whatever your, uh, you know, whether it's 20 minutes, 40 minutes, an hour. Um, and so, so those are things that you can use. And then also the language. When you sit down to do something, right, we're more distracted when we're not really tuned into what we're doing. So if our language, if we listen to our language, we go, oh, I hate administration. How many times do you think you're going to be distracted? Because it's like procrastination, right? It's like, I hate doing this, so I'd love to find anything to do other than this. Yep, exactly. <laughs> and and so if we looked at our language and what we're saying to ourselves, even if it's unconsciously, right, are we, what are we saying? We might find some, some little nuggets in there that we can redirect our mental focus or, or our language and how we're, how we're talking about the thing that we're about to do. And then, of course, it's also our physiology. Are we sitting upright, uh, have, you know, drink a glass of water before you start the work that you're doing? And these things can, can really help you be more focused and, uh, and avoid distractions. Simple, but, you know, effective. Absolutely. But it's just, it's just starting to do it, right? That's the thing. It's, right. Uh, right. And it's making a decision. And, you know, sometimes I, I hear what you're saying is, is you know, it's um, how do we do it? Even if we know it, how do we do it? And the first thing is not to expect that you're going to do it fully the first time, right? Because that's how we, we psych ourselves out. Uh, oh, absolutely. You know. I mean, we're, you know, it's the whole losing weight or wanting to do something, right? We expect something to happen so immediately, and it doesn't, and then we just give up. Right. There's no drive-through here, right? It's not going to yep. – we don't need to get the whole enchilada. <laughs> yep. We just need to recognize progress. As I said earlier in the show, productivity is about feeling progress. So if we can write those four things down, on a sticky and put them on our desk or somewhere where we'll see them and just make a point every day maybe to add one more little thing. 
So maybe the first day you, you focus on purpose and you look at before you start everything to understand what's the value and the purpose of what I'm doing right now and why it's important to me and what will be different after I do it. And then once you connect with that and you just focus on just that, just maybe asking yourself three questions before you start things and you start to build some, some progress in that and how that's helping you, then you can move on to the next thing. You don't have to do it all in, in one, you know, we don't eat an elephant all at once. We, we do it one bite at a time. Mm-hmm. And this is so key. I mean, just like the light bulb came on, like as me being as an entrepreneur, and I'm sure others that are listening to entrepreneurship, I mean, this is so key. I mean, mm-hmm. to have in your, as a tool, as part of being an entrepreneur, yeah, you have to have a business plan, you have to have all these other things. But these, I mean, just these four core drivers that you're talking about, that is so key for entrepreneurs. It really is, and here's the, here's the thing, and this is why I created it. It was for the entrepreneurs I was working with. Some people have some great strategies, but if they don't have the right mindset and they're not able to utilize the resources and the strategies and the business plans that they have for themselves or, or that they need to create for themselves, then it's self-sabotage. Mm-hmm. And so that's why this has to come first. When I spoke about the blades, the championship psychology and how you manage your energy, these four core drivers – have to come first so that it's like the foundation of a house, right? Is that your house is going to be strong when you have a strong foundation. And then if a storm comes up, you've got a strong foundation. But if you don't have that and the storm comes up, you know, it's like the, uh, the little piggies, right? The, 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 the big bad wolf's going to come and he's going to blow your house down. Yep. And so you're absolutely right. Is, is this, these are really key for entrepreneurs to start here and then incorporate them into any, everything else. Here's, I know I'm so excited to talk, talk about this. <laughs> these, these four things make up how you manage your energy, and they, they affect your strategies. So it, if you don't have them at a high level, then everything that you're doing is reduced its, its productivity and its, its potential. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, so... Just to go back to, and I think that's a key thing too, is the, the distraction piece too. And again, you know, talking about entrepreneurs, I mean, we get distracted so easily because they're doing 20 different things. Yeah. And it's interesting you mentioned too, uh, you know, you hate the admin tasks. I mean, you know, there's some that'll say, you know, I hate doing accounting and bookkeeping, but you're just having that awareness. But then hopefully you get through the core drivers and realize, okay, maybe it's something you need to outsource too to help you to, to be able to focus, right, and have um, – in a sense, it's taking care of yourself, too, with that. So with that, we know we talked about the distraction. So with the key piece being the awareness, and you mentioned just, you know, writing everything down for the week and then really just kind of analyzing that and taking a look at back at these. I know I keep mentioning these four car drivers, but, I mean, they're so so key to what we do. Um, and they really more, are. Yeah. They, they are because, um, you know, you mentioned – about the admin task and you know yes you could outsource it you know once you appreciate really what the value of your time is that's another aspect and really get clear on that then you'll see that you have your time is more valuable in sales or whatever it is that that you're um, you know where your your best skills are and and when we're in a place where we're strong in these four core drivers it enables us to uh, to, to, to see those types of things mm-hmm. and because otherwise we're overwhelmed with all those hats that we're wearing. And when, when we're in overwhelm, we are actually keeping ourselves more stuck because our brain goes into fight or flight, and then we're out of problem-solving mode and into reactionary mode. 
right? Yep. Survival mode. And Definitely. we're not really effective in survival mode, right? We're <laughs> it's not the best place to be when you're looking to to drive your business. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what other, you know, we've got a few minutes left. What what else would you like to share? I mean, this is I mean, this is fantastic. I mean, this is this is great. Great. I'm I'm glad. I mean, well, do you have any specific questions? You know, you said this was a great topic for for you as well. Absolutely. Um, no, I'm maybe just you I mean, got a question that you've been burning, you know, yeah. to ask. So. <laughs> no, this I mean, again, you know, these four things is really honing in on that and um and you mentioned too about the um breaking the time. That's how actually I have to manage my my day by blocks of time. Mm-hmm. Um because for one, I get bored if I focus, if I do something for too long. But again, I know, okay, I do mine in 30 minutes. So it's like a pro- every 30 minutes I'm switching activities. Right. Um, but it helps me focus. Yeah. On, I know a lot of people who, who do that in 30 minute chunks. That's great. You know, yep. and, and, and there's not one size fit all. That's what's no, important absolutely. for people to understand. Absolutely. And, you know, and I'm sure you get it too. It's like, okay, what works for me? may not work for you and you have to figure out what works and I didn't know that worked for me until I tried it out mm-hmm. um, but I understand what my purpose is too and you know looking at these the four core drivers too and is the language piece I mean if, if I have to look at any of the four for me personally it'd, it'd really be the language piece of really taking that mm-hmm. and the way you know we respond to, to something or to someone mm-hmm. um, with with our the words that we words that we use because that could just change the whole that would change the whole conversation, um, depending upon how you, the language. So that's very, very interesting. So that's yeah. something I have starred what I need to really. Um, well, let me give you another example around that that might help some of your listeners as well. Uh, I use this one in, in my book. I was working with one of my clients, and uh, she has several locations of a, uh, a cleaning organization. And um, she was telling me that they would meet and they would talk about the the people who called in with challenges and so they were, you know, she was telling me and, you know, these chronic complainers, they call in and they give, and I said, hold on a second, because I'm, my ears are attuned to language, right? So I said, what did you just call them? (laughs) Chronic complainers. You know, those are the people who like call on a regular basis and tell us what we're not doing well and blah, blah. I said, wow. I said, these are people who take the time to give you feedback. I appreciate that not every client is king, right? And however, how many people are not calling and not taking the time to express this, this feedback? So this could be really valuable to you. And she said, you're right. She said, you know, when I think about it, you know, that's awful. And I said, well, how do you think, regardless of who's on the phone, if you regard people who call with feedback as chronic complainers, how do you think that your people answer the phone when someone calls? Do you think they're really excited to hear who's on the phone? Or do you think they might have a little bit of something in their tone that's not really, you know, excited to and, and uh, open to take this feedback? And so there was a big aha for her that this was something that, you know, she was also a part of creating in her organization that was really holding them back from, taking advantage of the feedback that they're getting and possibly, you know, they could have lost even more clients as a result of that, not even knowing. So it is really key. Definitely. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's kind of taking that, that um, of course, the negative talk and, and, and changing that around too, and then also to some of the self-talk we do to our, ourselves too, um, and that's how the way that's projected out. 
Absolutely. This is great. So I just want to go back again. Best way for someone to reach you, they can go to your website, the www.p, the letter P, the number 110app.com. Um, and Penny Zen Curtis, so everyone know P-E-N-N-Y-Z-E-N-K-E-R, who's the founder of P10 App. Um, productivity, and we've been talking about the whole energy versus time, and I know we focus a lot on these four core drivers. And I know there were 10, so I know we missed a few, right? We did. Um, I mean, I, can, I don't know how much time we have. We could go through them quickly, or they can also find them uh, on, on, I think, in the preview of the book. They would see what all the 10 drivers are. Okay, or, yeah, not, yeah this will be listed out too. There's a free assessment available uh, on the website that will give them access to what all those 10 things are as well. Oh, perfect. And on that, they can find that on your homepage, the free assessment? Absolutely. Okay. And what would the assessment give them? Well, the assessment gives them that awareness as to where are you now in all of those 10 core drivers. Because a lot of people, when they think of time management, they only think of it in terms of planning and organization. They usually think in terms of one thing, and it's really the balance of these 10 things. So, and usually, like you said, uh, you know, a little bit of a aha around like language or the specifics around focus. And a lot of times people find that their scores there are really low, whereas they might be strong in planning, but they realize that, you know, they're compromising themselves because of the other areas that are low. Hmm. Very and interesting. It helps them to create an action plan. Mm-hmm. So you, would you recommend if, you know, if someone, you know, that's listening right now, it's like, okay, where do I start? Should they start with that free assessment? Would that be a good place for them to start? I think it's a great place to start, right, because you, you get a, a clarity as to where you are now, and then you set your sights for where you want to be, and then, uh, you know, there's different versions of the assessment, so they could upgrade to the version that gives them a full action plan that's within the assessment, and also there's a number of training modules that are available with that, and so that's a great place to start is with the free one and then decide, okay, am I committed to this? Do I see the value? And then take it to the next level. Great. Well, this has been fantastic, Penny. I, I, can, I can hear your, your passion through the phone here um, <laughs> and how much you love doing this, which is, which is awesome to be able um, for you to have this energy to be able to, to share with others, um, you know, and just making these, you know, these, in a sense, they're simple changes, or, but, and they're not even just simple, they're changes we probably don't even think about or we thought about and just kind of left it, but the way you put it together um, I definitely feel that helps, especially people that are just so busy with with life. Sometimes they don't have time, but it's really time to make the time to be yeah. to do this because you're going to be more more productive and also have more energy too, and not feel like you've just been sucked out of okay the day and it's like okay, where did all my time go? Um, and I definitely feel taking these um, will give people have people to have more um, productivity and be more um, successful in, in their business. So. Um, anything else you wanted to, to share before we end? Well, I think b- before we end, what I'd love to ask you is, um, you know, I ask people, and you may know some tools and tips uh, that you use, what, what's maybe one or two, um, you know, apps or uh, resources that you go to that, that help you to be more pr- productive? Um, well, mine is not as far as just the apps, but my, the, the productivity piece is my refining that to my 30 minute. I mean, that honestly, mm-hmm. that really changed. And sometimes I don't do it, which then it's like, duh, you know, it's like, it's like right. the middle of the day. I'm like, well, I should have done that. But being in the habit of every morning, um, you know, I look at my calendar um, too. And since I work virtually too, I try to make sure my days are planned where I have a couple of days where I work 
in a sense, from home. So when I'm from home, I need to be productive, right? It's, it's, it's having that energy too and also taking care of myself, of exercising and, and eating properly too because all that goes hand in hand. Um, Absolutely. And, and I know, I know my, and I know my purpose. So that's 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 like okay, that's checked and the focus. But um, I'm really excited too to to take a look at your um, your book. And I'm so glad you came on the call to be able to share this with people listening. So, yeah, thank you so much. I like to to talk about the part that's a different twist than than what people hear mostly, uh, you know, around planning and and those things are important. Don't get me wrong. Like you said, it was it's really important to plan your day, and when you have this foundation in place as well it uh it makes everything that much more powerful absolutely absolutely and especially the awareness i mean that's you know i as you were talking about the distractions i'm nodding my head which i'm sure people are listening like yeah we we just get you know stuff pops up and it bings and it dings and other things like that and you know you're just so you're so distracted it's you know it's the um the whole something the shiny object that's right and we just have to decide (laughs) okay it's time to do something about it yeah absolutely absolutely well, good. Well, again, Penny, thank you so much um, for your time today. And again, your website, p10app.com. You can also find um, her book, The uh, Productivity Zone, on um, Amazon. Look for her, Penny Zenker. And um, great. Thank you so much, Penny. Thanks, Melissa. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Melissa Washington Show. Branding, career transitioning, marketing, you name it, she's got you covered. Head on over to melissawashington.com to stay up to date and get access to past shows. We'll see you next time.